What is up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of Let Them Know. Um, as y'all saw on my Instagram, we have the title of Get Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable. Um, and I also have a last-minute special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? My name's Dwayne. Dwayne Hope. I'm an alum from IUP. Graduated in IT. Um, it's nice to be here. Thank you for letting me have you. Um, so first, um, I have a few questions that I want to ask you. Um, this is really more so to get the conversation started, but it's not going to be anything that's set in stone. Um, so the first question is, what does being uncomfortable mean to you? Getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, I have to say, uh, growing up, I guess it really means not backing down from whatever challenges you may face in life. Whether it be your career, family, business, anything that you're dealing with, trying to pursue your passions and goals. Um, I had someone I uh, used to attend this uh, this thing called BML, the uh, Black Male Leadership Development Institute, over the summer back in 2015, where one of the counselors had said that to us, and it really stuck with me even to this day. And I I really that's something that really resonates with me in my everyday life. Um, you know, because we all face challenges, whatever we go through, we all face hard times, a storm, whatever it may be. And um, it's hard to remember during those times where, like, you got to really maintain and really focus on what it is to, one, survival of all things. And two, just, you know, making sure you're happy day in and day out, no matter what, what, the, what the challenge may be. Okay. Okay. I like that. Um, another question. Um... What was the situation that made you uncomfortable, um, and how did it challenge you? Well, recently, I guess, starting 2022, um, for me, it was, I lost my job, I want to say, what, around March, two months ago. And, uh, you know, it's really, you know, when you lose your, your, your source of income, not to say that I don't have other sources, but... You know, losing your job where it's like your main thing of income, you're trying to come out here and do something great for yourself, um, trying to figure it out, especially being fresh out of college. Um, that's one of the challenging things you got to face. It's like something I had to face day in, day out, dealing with how I'm going to, you know, pay rent, eat every day, uh, make sure I, I'm up paying I'm up to my bills and everything, make sure I could, you know, survive in a day to day. Losing my job, it was less an abrupt thing. It wasn't planned. It wasn't I had prepared to, you know, had another job lined up. So it it, it challenged me in ways that I wasn't really, you know, I didn't think I had to deal with at the time. But um, it's hard. It's really hard to, you know, come out of a, a situation like that. If anyone lost their job or they lost a, you know, you lost something that was important to you to help you survive or people around you to help you maintain you never prepare for that. Never prepare for that. So it's just one of those things you got to mentally, you know, train yourself and condition yourself to get through those tough times. So with that being said, like in the event that, you know, like moving forward, do you think that um, you're going to be able to like have, because I mean, worst case scenario, like you get into another job for whatever reason and say something bad happens, say the business itself shuts down. You know what I'm saying? So do you think that you have a plan set in stone to ensure that in the event that something like this were to happen again, that you would have, you know, some money set aside um, to, you know, make sure that you're surviving? Yeah. Um, 
You know, as as we as as um, a young man, like for anybody, when you come into adulthood, you know, one thing I've I've learned is always plan for the future. Don't just plan for now. Um, I've always been a person that has been trying to become more financially literate. Um, this isn't my first time getting losing a job or anything, but um, I've become more of a person that you know how to manage my money, save money aside for it in case of emergencies. Family needs anything, car needs anything, you know, expenses arise. You it's just like you know, life comes at you. Those curveballs at you at all times. You got to be prepared for whatever it may throw at you. So, you know, invest. Um, that's one thing a lot of people are trying to learn nowadays. Is becoming the this becoming a new thing for a lot of a lot of the younger generation. They're learning to invest now. I say invest your money, in whatever you may, whatever it may be. Have side hustles. Um, cut hair. Most some most some yards shovel in the, in the winter time whatever it may be to make you some money, and don't just save it but you know you know banks don't banks don't they lend out your money to invest it for themselves so always have some funds set aside to invest and have on on the standby in case anything occurs. That's one thing I had to really learn to teach myself because no one was teaching me this at a young age. I had to learn that by myself. I didn't have nobody. My mom, my dad teaching me how to do that. I had to sit up there and learn that myself. So that's one of those things, you know. You just got to keep going. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. All right. So next question. Um, I really like that answer, though, because I feel like, you know, um, I'm a really big, like, you know, like when I get money, I don't hold on to it for very long. And, you know, because when I was growing up, my dad would just, like, give me things that I need, not things that I wanted. So when I got a job and I was able to pay for things that I wanted, I was doing more of what I wanted, and he would pay for what I needed. You know, when I moved out to come to college, I had to learn, like, hey, like, you need to stop spending so much money on this, this, and that, because you got other stuff you got to pay for. You know, I got a car now, I got a rent, all this other stuff. So I had to realize that, like, I, I have to be, like, comfortable with just paying bills every once in a while. Like, you know, don't... Right. Don't make it a priority to like never treat yourself because that shit can get boring. But at the same time, manage your money in a way that you know that you're going to be okay in the event of some shit you hit the fan. One of the things that really stuck with me, Nipsey Hussle had a quote of, life is supposed to be uncomfortable to a certain degree. You know, um, it's not always going to be, you know, peaches and cream. Like everything ain't going to always be good. It's going to be the ups, the downs. So it's supposed to be a burden, a stressor to a certain degree because that's part of the process. A part of the process to shape you into whatever man or woman you go to be, you go to be in the near future, or who you, you who you see yourself being in the next five to ten years. That's just part of everything that comes that comes with the good. You got to take the good with the bad with every single thing, day in and day out of life. So, it's just mentally strong. You got to be more mentally strong. And I, I feel like as a generation, there's a lot of people that are more sensitive. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but we really got to like understand that. Tomorrow's not promised. Not everyone's gonna be here to save you. No one's no one's really here to save you. People are here to help you, but no one can save you from your situation. You gotta save yourself. So you gotta train your mind to think a certain way to get to where you wanna be. Get out of that situation, that bad situation. And it also starts with thinking. More positive thoughts, more positive people in your circle. Um, throwing things that um, help you relieve stress, exercising, meditating, whatever it is. That helps you cope with whatever it is. For me, it was um, it was I found I found a lot of a lot of ease and music. Number one, music is a some that I resonate with a lot. Um, exercise, um, try to exercise three to four times a week. 
meditate, you know, anything that you find soothing to your soul, do that. Laugh more, smile more, be kind to people. And that's just really what it is. I like that. MTS over the goat. Taking too soon. Um, so, I feel like we touched on a lot of the other questions I had listed, and that's a good thing. Um, but <laughs> that's that means the conversation is flowing well. Like, I didn't even have to use the script. But, um, so the, the other question I had are, what are some things you sacrificed in order to advance yourself in life, finances, spirituality, exercising, things of that nature? So, um, for example, like, um, you know, you had to you had to postpone something because you had to pay for something else. Or you had to postpone something because you had to make sure that you were prioritizing something else over that thing that you wanted to do rather than what you needed to do. I'm kind of sacrificing a lot right now. Um, like I said, I lost my job, so it forced me to sacrifice a lot of things that I wanted to get done. But, um, yeah, I'm sacrificing a lot of more of my time to focus on, you know, education. Um, a lot of people don't want to sacrifice their time because I feel like as human beings, we like to be entertained a lot of our time. We like to watch Netflix. We like to, um, you know, play the game, go hang out with our friends, drink with our friends, go to the club, things of that nature. And um, I'm learning more and more every day. Like, I got to stop, you know, wasting my time with, um, you know, they say idle time is wasted time. So you can't waste time put more energy into the things that help you grow as a person, as an individual. I had to put more time into learning my goals. Like, I want to start a business. I want to get into real estate. I want to I want to have a clothing brand. I want to I want to get my family out of the situation they're in. I want them to, you know, see, I want them to do, have better things than what they, what they gave me. Like, they always taught me the value of hard work. Hard work is everything. You got to sacrifice a lot to get where you want to be. So, Sacrifice those things that you enjoy to to live comfortably in the future. You gotta sacrifice your time for the type of lifestyle that you want. That's that's everything. And what comes with that is being uncomfortable in the process. You're gonna face those challenges. Part of part if you don't wanna if you don't wanna work that nine to five every day, you gotta you gotta tough it out for sure, but you gotta come up with a game plan in your in your six to eleven to figure out what it is that you wanna do after that nine to five. So you can get out of it at some point in the next few years. It's just what it is. So. I like that. I um, I feel like we follow the same person, Honcho, and he was just basically saying like, you know, you're exchanging your time for money, and that's why you don't have any time. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody has said that nine times out of ten, if you have a nine to five, right, you got to get up at least an hour or two before you had a nine to five. And then by the time you come home, you got to get undressed and all that other stuff and take care of yourself. And this really takes about till seven. So you're really working at seven to seven, right? You got to prepare yourself to get ready for the day. And when you come home, you got to, you know, mentally like prepare yourself to do whatever else you need to do, whether that's cooking, whether you got kids, you know what I'm saying? Like it's very uncomfortable to do the things that you have to do, but it sets you up later on in life to do the things that you want to do. And I feel like that's, we don't see the end goal. We want you know, instant gratification as a, as a generation, as a society. So you sit there and you're just like, you know, I want this now, 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 but you're not looking at the bigger picture. Right. And I want to say, I want to um, maybe think about something when you brought up like people that got kids. For all the young people out there that are listeners to this podcast, man, um, be careful. Avoid. One thing I, I, I touched, um, I don't know if uh, y'all are familiar with Earn Your Leisure, but one of the guys on Earn Your Leisure, the host of the podcast, great podcast, if y'all, if y'all don't know about it, tune in, it's on YouTube. 
Um, they say avoid pitfalls. Um, stay out of trouble. Stay out of jail. Stay out of crime. Don't have kids when you're not ready. And I feel like that's a lot of what the newer generation has been doing. Like we gotta, you know, really focus on ourselves. Once you have, once you go, once you fall into that cycle of, you know, crime, jail, it's hard to get a job to get yourself where you want to be. It's hard to come back from that. Once you have kids, your life is no longer about you. Once you have kids, your life is no longer about you. So you got to put all your dreams and things on pause for that that new life that you brought into this world. So I want y'all to be mindful if y'all are out here. You know, just be mindful of that, man. Be mindful because you might feel like a lot of things is delaying things. But you, one, you, if you're in your 20s, you have time. Don't feel like you're out of time, man. But avoid those pitfalls so you don't lose the time that you have now. The time you have now is precious. Put the work in now in your 20s. So when you in your 30s, 40s, you can relax, live live the lifestyle you dream of, and be where you want to be in this world. Because those pitfalls, they're, they're not easy to come back from, and some don't come back from them. They don't. A lot of people really don't. I've seen it with my own family. I've seen it with people I've loved, loved ones, friends. You know, I lost... I lost a cousin to this to this to the street life. I lost a lot of people. So just be mindful of those pitfalls, man. It's it's hard out here. It's a, it's a crazy world we live in. But you, you know, we all here. We all have a gift. We all have something to give to this world. So another thing he was touching on, like don't he was saying like don't waste your twenties, um, so that you're relaxing your thirties. I feel like a lot of people in this generation think that like. 20s is old, and it's not like that is your prime years because it's the time that you get to do everything that you really want to do legally, right? So outside of drinking and all that other stuff, there's a lot of stuff that you can't do in your teens that you can in your 20s. And I feel like people don't value their 20s as much as they should. Like your 30s is like, it should be set up in a way that you're like, you're, you know, you're in the middle of a business if you started one or, you know, you're like, the the closer you are to 40, the more, the closer you should be to like relaxing, retiring, doing the things that you want to do, going on vacations that you want to go on. And if you want to start a family like that is by all means, make sure that that's something you include in your plan, but also realize like bringing a child into this world is not cheap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't planned, for example, and my mom and my dad was like not on speaking terms whenever it happened. And it's just like, I feel like if they were both financially, like, you know, literate, like he was saying earlier, and financially stable enough, they could have had me and had nothing to worry about. But instead, I had a single father that had to raise me because my mom couldn't afford to keep me, right? But she was like, I'm not I'm not one to believe in abortion. And I don't blame her. Like, it is what it is. But at the same time, like, she was very uncomfortable, you know, in her situation. And in turn, it, you know, like, projected onto me. So I had to go live with my dad, making him uncomfortable, making him do extra things to even, like, support me and you know, pay for the house and all the bills that he has with no help. So it's like stuff like that just comes up. And it's not, you know what I'm saying? And not every woman agrees with abortion and getting rid of kids um, the way that, you know, this newer generation does. Not everyone, but most. And um, it just goes to show, like, you got to really allow yourself to sit in that, like, uncomfortableness to get to where you want to go in life. And I feel like a lot of people don't, they don't value that, like, that feeling of uncomfortableness. Um, And, you know, like... As much as I hate working a nine to five, I'm doing stuff in my like in my free time to make sure that I get out of that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go to sleep. Don't do that. I'm saying like make sure you're prioritizing like outside of that nine to five. Make sure you're prioritizing stuff that you actually want to pursue in the rest of your life because that job's not going to last forever. Another thing I want I want to ask you this: um, Have you ever been in a situation, friendship, relationship with a significant other, whatever it may be? 
has anyone ever challenged you, you know, mentally and like help have you like really self reflect on your actions of yourself? Um, to the point where it's like, nah, I don't I don't feel like I don't feel that way, but you like and deep down inside you like, dang, like, you got a point. I like, I ain't think about it like that. You know what I'm saying? One of those things where another thing we gotta be get used to being comfortable with or get comfortable being uncomfortable with is um self reflection. Self reflection is another important thing. Like we might not like the things we hear about ourselves sometimes, but that construct those people that constructively criticize you in the right way, and and, and challenge you in those ways, those are important individuals. Don't don't lose those type of people. So, have you ever been in that type of situation? Um, I have, and like I will say that is it is very uncomfortable. I don't like being told about myself. Um, like growing up as a kid, like if I did something wrong and I had to go to apologize to somebody, I'd start crying. So I was basically like manipulating the situation, not consciously knowing that I was doing that, but looking back on it now, I'm like, damn, like I. What, what the fuck was you crying for? <laughs> but, like, I've had a few people, you know, friendships, relationships, significant others, you know, friends with benefits that really, like, had said things to me that I just didn't want to hear. And in turn, like, I ended up either cutting them off because I didn't want to hear what they had to say or, like, I took it with a grain of salt and didn't change my actions. And, like, you know, as I progressed throughout life, I'm like, damn, like, I, maybe I should have worked on this. And, damn, I should have, you know, I did some reflections. I did some journalings. I think it was because, you know, it was coming from a place of somebody who actually like cared about me and I was just like, mm, you capping. Like that's I'm not hearing that. And I was just kinda like, you know, in one ear, not the other, rather than really hearing them out to what they had to say. Cause I feel like um, you know, not all of my relationships, but they definitely could have been fixed in the event that I listened. And I didn't. And that's that falls on me. And um like it just it just goes to show like I'm not one to like I didn't take constructive criticism very well. I was a very defensive person growing up. I still am to an extent, but I'm working on it. So it's very it's very uncomfortable to do a lot of self-reflections and, you know, sit there and be like, this is the things that, like, you know, I'm doing wrong. Like, for example, I procrastinate. I will sit here and, like, I will wait until the very last minute to turn in an assignment for college. In the same breath, be like, I don't have enough time. Big procrastinator. Big procrastinator. Um, so I will sit here and, you know, procrastinate doing assignments and then be like, well, damn, I could have did this, but I didn't have enough time. That's a lie. I'm, 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 I'm justifying my actions with a lie to make myself feel better. That's all that that is. So when I sit here and say I don't have enough time, it's not that I didn't have enough time. I just didn't dedicate the necessary amount of time to do that assignment. If I really took the time out of the day, I would have had the assignment finished. But because I wanted to sit on my phone, I wanted to watch Netflix, I wanted to do all this other stuff outside of the assignment... That's why I didn't get it done. That's why I got a poor grade. That's why it wasn't an accurate reflection of the work that I put into the assignment. And, you know, I struggle with that every day because although I know what I'm doing and I know that what I'm doing is wrong, it's it's very hard for me to go about fixing that because it was it was a routine. Like I would just procrastinate and I'm like, I work better under pressure. That is also a lie. I don't work better under pressure. I just finish it faster. Doesn't mean that's my best work. Doesn't mean that I'm going to get, you know, a decent grade on it. It just means that I completed the assignment because I had to complete the assignment. Right. So. Um, yeah, you know what they say? Uh, under pressure, it makes diamonds. So it's all right, though. You, gonna, you got this no matter what. But, um, yeah, for me, one thing I had to, you know, really sit back and um, understand was when people were being real with me, um, I had to deal with a situation where people, uh, I don't, uh, people would call me selfish and I didn't like that. I didn't like hearing that. I didn't like that. Cause I'm like, I don't think I'm selfish. I'm always a person that gives good energy. I always supports other people's dreams and aspirations and all. 
especially people close to me. And then to hear those same people tell me I could be selfish, it's like, well, what? What you mean? I, like that? It 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 triggers it triggers it triggers sometimes in people. You feel me? Because when you feel like you're not a selfish individual, and someone goes close to you says that, it's like that's like a, you know, you feel a little betrayed in a way. But what I had to understand was that the term selfish doesn't always mean it's not always supposed to be a derogatory term. It can be like you gotta understand between there's a difference between selfish for, to protect your peace and selfish to um to not even acknowledge how another person may feel about something. And that's when I had to understand, like, sometimes I could disregard, sometimes I could disregard people's feelings or how I made someone feel while out intentionally trying to make them feel that way. And it can be um, something you're, something, something I, I was ignorant to. So I had to uh, really heed that, heed that information from those people and, like, you know, work on that. How can I be more... Um, more efficient for these people so I don't make them feel that way? How can I change that to make sure I don't have to make them feel that way no more? Because that's, that's not something I want to do. I, I feel like that hurts people, and I don't, I don't want to hurt nobody, especially the ones I, I love and I'm close with. And it was just uh, it was one of those things that really woke me up. All right. Do um, you have anything, you know, last minute um, thoughts you'd like to get off your chest on the end the episode? But I want you to make sure that everything you want to say is uh, out, out in the open. No matter what storm comes your way, man, prepared or unprepared, however it go, just stick with it. Don't give up on this. Don't give up on this life, man. We, this this life is a gift. Sometimes you might feel like it might be a curse. It's really a gift, man. Appreci- appreciate every aspect of it. Appreciate everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. Appreciate everything. The people that are here to support you, appreciate it all, man. It's, it's Life is short. Tomorrow isn't promised, so go out and attack everything you want to do, even if it is uncomfortable, even if you're scared. Because, you know, sometimes, you know, starting something new is scary. It's scary. It can be scary because you never did it, but that's part of experience, you know, trial and error. Learn from your mistakes. Keep going no matter what it is. And don't let people tell you you can't do it. Do it. Forget the haters. Don't worry about what no one got to say. Stop caring about what people got to think or what they may say about you. It's not about that. It's about you and your life. You're controlling. You're controlling the whole the whole show, bro. Keep going. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. Um, that was a that was a great that was a great discussion. I like that. I got to do this more often. But um, once again, thank y'all so much for tuning into this episode. Um, I have another one coming out next Friday, so tune into that for sure. Um, but I appreciate every single one of y'all for listening. Um, I really want y'all to like listen to this and keep listening to this because this man is dropping gems right here. Y'all, y'all got to pay attention. But um, <laughs> um, I'm not going to keep y'all too long. Thank y'all for staying as long as you did. And this was a longer episode, but it needed to be had anyway. Um, so, you know, if you got any questions, you want to be on the show, feel free to hit me up on my Instagram. Um, but thank y'all again for listening and I'm going to see y'all next Friday.